It's taken us a very long time, but we've reached an important milestone. We are at episode 25 of Our Little Talks, just shy of three years since we began this little adventure. Your thoughts on reaching this milestone, and I'll try not to talk over you. Okay. Because your grandma doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. Um, my thoughts on reaching the... 25th episode is that it probably took us too long to reach the 25th episode um had we been a little bit more devoted to regularly recording episodes we could have been further by now but i think it's also great that we've stuck with it this long even if it's taken us a while to record like taking us a while in between recordings that's why i talk over you You take way too long to get your thoughts out Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well life is busy but you know sometimes you have to put down the tiktoks and the youtubes and you just gotta you if you want to get serious about being world famous podcasters yeah you have to take the time to do it and we haven't always done that. Yeah, we've we haven't we haven't carved out time in our busy schedules to Which make it why... happen. And now you're in college, and so now we yeah. can only really we could do it over Zoom or something like that. But, but I'm busy. Yeah, I well, don't you, have but, time you to, to be recording on, podcasts. See, that's the problem is I don't think you're committed. I'm not committed to this. No, I don't. The think great you are. podcasters. So that's why I'm announcing it. today that <laughs> after this episode, <laughs> this will be a, a solo one. podcast. Oh, okay, you're going solo. My little talk. <laughs> My little talk. Yeah. No, it won't. This will always be uh, a duo. Yeah. Podcast. Um, I find that duo podcasts or podcasts with multiple people people are a bit more interesting than a solo podcast. I think just in general. Yeah, there are some interesting YouTube channels with guys who like um like I still haven't bought a new chair as you can hear by the squeaking. Guys who give their thoughts on things uh very briefly or whatever. The philosophers. Yeah, philosophers sure. of our time. Yeah. But that's <laughs> not what, that's not what this is about. This is two geniuses yes. or or is it genii? 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 Gina? Not looking it up. Um Giving their thoughts on very important topics. I think it can be either, probably. Gene, gene, genies, geniuses, or genii. I was taking a drink of water right there. Yes, I have a sore throat. Yes, um, and that's why we don't want to get too voice. much of this in. So I'm drinking water, too. Yeah, we don't want to be too much um, yapping here at the beginning, because we have a very special episode. <laughs> Since it's episode 25, yes. today is a very special episode We're breaking of our podcast. We're breaking the no, the no talking about this topic rule. Right. If you've listened to the to the two of you that are regular listeners, yes. Hello out there. Remember, like three or four episodes ago, where we said you don't no self effacing comments. Yeah. But, um, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that when the topic of Star Wars comes up, I'll get roped into talking about it and then lamenting that I'm talking about it. But today we are purposely going to talk mm-hmm. about Star Wars. We're embarking on um, a dangerous I, mission. I stole this idea from something else I saw. This is a, um, I don't know what this episode will be titled, but the topic today is say something nice about every Star Wars movie. I think that's a good title. Now, some right of there. them, they'll be very easy to yes. come up with stuff in. And in fact, it might not even warrant conversing about them at all. Interestingly enough, I found that it was easier to find nice things to say about 
the movies that I don't like. All right, I'm up out of my chair on that. I'm stepping <laughs> out of my chair. Them's fighting words. No, it's just... <laughs> I found it well, easier no. to say things, say nice, find nice things to say about the movies that I don't like as opposed to the movies I do like. Well, when something is really good and you like it a lot, you're just like, I it's just love it. Yeah. I just love it. I, just I don't like, know how to explain it. Yes, it's hard to pinpoint the specific reasons why you like something if you really like it. But if you don't like something, you can be like, well, there were certain aspects that I like, and I feel like they stick out more. This is correct. Yeah. So When you're watching something that's an absolute mess, the things, that the small like things within it <laughs> um, will stand out. Yes. More. And so that's what we're going to do today. There are, I believe, 11 theater theatrical films live oh, action Oh, I didn't films. write down for the for the the little offshoot movies. I only did the the nine. That's all right. When we get to it, you'll think of something. Yeah. I I got it in the old cranium. Yeah. Uh, we didn't count there was a um animated Clone Wars movie which I've never seen. Uh, we wouldn't have talked and about that anyway. And we didn't count anyway. the the Christmas special or the holiday special. Well, we only tried watching that one time when you were very young. And about 15 minutes into it, you just said, when is something going to happen? Because it's just like Wookiees talking and doing stuff without subtitles for yeah. like the first 15 yes. minutes. Well, I mean. It's just a weird 1970s variety show set in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Maybe I could make it through make it through it now. It, you got to yeah we can we can give it a whirl maybe this maybe this holiday we season can, we since can it's the holiday special an episode it really is difficult to watch <laughs> it's yeah. very very difficult to watch i it was on in 1978 is that when it aired or was it 1970 yeah thanksgiving of 1978 was when it came on and back then as i've mentioned before there were no vc most people didn't have vcrs the Star Wars movies had not been on television yet. They would not be on broadcast TV till 1984 was when Star Wars was on. The original film was on broadcast TV. And most people didn't have VCRs. So anything Star Wars, you either had to go to the theater or like you'd watch Sesame Street and C-3PO and R2-D2 were on an episode. And everybody was like, you anything Star Wars came on the TV, you ran into the living room to see it. So it was like very exciting that they were going to have a holiday special. Yeah. And I remember I remember being mad because Luke and Han and Han Solo's probably in it more than anybody. But I remember being like why I don't care about the the Wookiees so much. I want to see Yeah, I don't care Han about and Luke and Leia. family. And um, I just remember, and there were no laser blasts in it or anything. Is Chewbacca's family canon, or does that only exist know. within the? I, I, I if you're if you're classic <laughs> Star Wars fan, who only considers the first three movies, and like the Marvel comics, and maybe the Han Solo novels and the Lando Calrissian novels, maybe it is. I don't know. Lumpy maybe. is just a weird word. I don't know. Itchy yeah. It's and funny because his name is like Chewbacca, and then his son's name is Lumpy. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's what a weather lady. The there's a weather lady around her name around here, Ellen Baca, and I was said she missed a golden opportunity because she had a child recently. She's got a name to Chew, and it could have yeah. been Chewbacca, but no, she didn't do it. But anyway, Man. what was your question? 
What language do Wookiees speak? Uh, they speak Wookiees. Is, um, is it called Wookiees? I don't know. I, I'm not that Should we deep. do a fact check? I'm not that deep into the lore, but if you want to use your fancy college computer, look yeah. it up. Yeah, We know where they live on the planet of Kashyyyk, but that that's always been the name of the planet, even going back to the holiday special. My favorite part of the holiday special is the Jefferson Airplane performance. Okay. So the mo- it says the most common Wookiee language is Shriwook. However, other dialects used by Wookiees from Kashyyyk are Thaikaran and Zazik. All right. Now this is... The- and they are capable of understanding galactic base, but they can't understand. They All can't right, speak it because of the structure of their This is where my problem of Nerdsville Star Wars <laughs> rears its ugly head. Wookiees just make growling noises. Yeah. Okay. But somebody has taken the time to uh, write down and concoct different dialects of Wookiee growling noises. Instead yeah. of just being like... It's called uh, world building. Wook- yeah, that's, I don't like world building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, You're not a real fan, bro. Yeah. They really should make a Knights of the Old Republic movie or whatever. Um, okay, so yeah. Should we get into it? Star Wars Holiday Special. Let's let's jump right into this. We're going to start with 1999's The Phantom Menace, the first prequel film, episode one, as we called it forever. Um, these first three movies are much maligned by most. They were here. They were maligned for 15 years. People online just shredding them. Then the Disney Star Wars movies came out, and then those movies got shredded, and then a bunch of people that shredded the new movies were like, oh, it's time to reappreciate the prequels or something like that. And now there's this big movement like, there were much better movies than we ever said. And my response to that is, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> I but that we're going we're gonna to try to say nice things about each of those movies today, beginning with The Phantom Menace. I think that the reason why... There was a big surgence of people appreciating the prequels is because a lot of people my age and a little bit older than me, those are the Star Wars movies that they grew that they quote unquote grew up on. And that's understandable. Because yeah, those were the ones that came out when they were kids and so or came out close to when they were kids. But I don't think I didn't see the prequels until much after I'd seen the originals. And you guys didn't like them when we watched them. Yeah, no. I and I think that's, if I ever have kids, that's how I'm going to do it, you know, show them the good right. ones and then <laughs> keep them protected. You know what I would do the... is I'll show them the good ones and pretend like the rest of them don't exist. Yeah. And then they're like, mom, did you know there's six other yeah, but Star those Wars movies? Count. Those don't and count, I, sweetheart. What? What are you talking about? Count. I've never heard of those before. All right. So do we want to start with the Phantom Menace? Well, yeah. Let's start there. Well, we, we're not going to go. I mean, or we could do. No, let's just let's just go through them in order of how they would take place in within the world of Star Wars. Yes, so, yes. Yes, episode Now, I have one, precious few things Menace. to say about this one, so I think you can go first with your positive things. <sighs> All right, so, okay, The Phantom Menace. Here's some, here's some nice things about The <laughs> Phantom Menace. Um, I don't... Well, I have to say uh, some negative stuff as we go through this, but yeah. there's a lot of people that that love Ewan McGregor's <laughs> performance of as Obi-Wan Kenobi in all these films. I'm not one of those people. I think he's okay. 
But I think like the first one, he's is particularly this movie, The Phantom Menace. He's working on a young Alec Guinness impression is what I think is happening. But I do like, even though I think his character um, is morally dubious, I do like Liam Neeson's performance in the movie. As quite He's got some ablum. Aplum? Is that the word? Aplum? I know. I don't know. Um, he's got some stoicism. One of the things people who criticize these movies said it's very... It's very difficult to describe the characters in these movies. Like if you describe Lee, describe Qui Gon Jinn, how would you describe him? And most people say uh, stoic. Where like if you say describe Han Solo, um, he's charming. He has a heart of gold. He's a scoundrel. He's kind of a scoundrel. A little bit he's of a, a rascal. Rogue. Yeah. Um, sarcastic he's, he's dashing he's really good looking he's got a heart of gold on the inside right. but, but you, you know, can't do that with the prequel characters because <laughs> they're just kind of saying lines for the most yeah, part they're, they're, but for they're liam a little Neeson, bit one dimensional as qui-gon jim or bygone jim as i heard someone call him <laughs> um he's uh, stoic and he has a little bit of I don't know. Gravi- He's, got He's got some gravitas, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> some, some so I like, I like, I like Qui Gon. I like Bygone Jim. Okay. I also like um, Boss Nass. <laughs> you do. You do like Boss Nass. I, I do like him. He's one now, of the do few you characters. Like that... Boss Nass. Me so like these. <laughs> do you like Boss Nass, or do you think he's funny? I like, just, do you like him in a I like the actor way? that that does his voice, Brian Blessed. Mm. Um, I like I like him. He's in um, he's in Henry the Fifth. Kenneth Branagh's Henry the Fifth. He is the dad of Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's just an okay. he's just like a good British actor. Did you see that the tree from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves got cut down? It was like the most famous tree in England or something. Someone went and cut it down. Can we delete this part? Why are we talking? No, about No, this that is now? an important. No, this is an important I didn't hear aside. that. I mean, trees get cut down. What do you want? Um, but I like that character. It's just because he's memorable. There's not a lot of memorable characters in this movie that don't um, grate on your nerves. <laughs> I was gonna say great. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to dog on Jar Jar Binks because that's. Listen, we've heard it all before. We've heard know? it. Yeah, there's no point to leave it. that man alone. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then I really like the pod race. Okay. It's a really long haul from the beginning of the movie <laughs> to the pod race. Um, but I like the pod race. Uh, whoa. Oh, my goodness. You need to get a new chair. <laughs> um, that was the Star Wars gods telling me. Yes. Um, um, my, I grew up with a dad who liked racing and fast cars. And I like, ra- I like you know, I always liked racing and in cars with him driving fast and it reminds me of that i like and i like racing movies like um ford versus ferrari and things like yeah. that so, so i like the pod race a, it's a little bit of a best of both worlds and it's three kind of laps thing. so it's like it's like a it's like a story arc three the three acts there's three laps in the pod race um, yeah. I'm not going to do a breakdown on you story structure. <laughs> that is the mini story structure of the pod race. But I like that. Um, I like, oh, well, I'll wait until. And I like Sebulba. I like Sebulba. Okay. This isn't one of my yo, yo points. Yo, Panda Bantapudu or whatever he this says. This isn't one of my points that I wrote down, but I'm, 
it talking about the pod racing made me think of it. I like the two headed announcer character. Yeah, a lot of people hate that. <laughs> I think they're funny. Oh, huh? I don't care what galaxy you're from. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> it's comedic genius. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I got no problem with that. And let me just say this: of uh, it's not. It's hard to say that any of the three first the prequel movies are a favorite. Yeah. But this one was the one I've defended the most over the years, okay. even though it's dreadfully dull for, for most of it. I will say this is my least favorite, actually. Um, and I even was fine you know with what? the... That's I, subjective. I was fine with the two-headed race guy. It was just for little kids. Have some fun with it. Why that. can't Star Wars have race announcers? They have a race, right? But if it's some back, here's another thing though. It's supposed to be some backwater, jerkwater planet where nothing happens. But they have a, a pod racing arena, like oh, yeah. a pod <laughs> racing stadium. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. Like Luke Skywalker makes it very clear, like this planet yeah. is like Nowheresville. Yeah. But they have like, yeah, a pod racing <laughs> stadium. <laughs> I was gonna say what my uh, college friends call the town where. Uh, where our college without, is. Without letting everybody know where you No, where you I, I can't say it because it has the use of some profanity. And so I oh, <laughs> this is the, this isn't a family show. All right. <laughs> um, Darth Maul is rad. I like Darth okay. Maul. Even though he's not really an interesting villain because he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He just kind of stands around it's and waits, for, wait, waits to <laughs> jump into action. Uh, but he's rad. He looks rad. He does some cool... Mm-hmm. Some uh, I wouldn't really call them sword techniques because it's more like it's more like dance and acrobat moves. I don't know. Yes, he's really like like if you were in a real fight with a staff, like he has a double bladed laser sword. If he, if you were in a you a fight, you wouldn't just like spin it around like he no, does. No, no, spin no. it like showing off and stuff. It, it's not a very practical. Yeah, move. if you're doing like a like a martial arts presentation, then yeah, of course you yeah. show off your skills and how well. You can handle the the weapon of your choice, but like not during a fight yeah. because that's. Uh, and I think the uh, laser right. sword battle near the end is fun, although not entirely. It doesn't really feel like a sword fight. And if you watch it now, you can see the choreography is very obvious. They do things like swing over each other's heads and then duck, even though they don't need to duck. Or yeah. <laughs> they're like hitting their, their laser swords together rather than trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like the the look of the laser, in particular, Obi-Wan Kenobi's laser sword hilt. Okay. That's all. I don't want to belay, I don't want to, you know, drag this out. Now, is his lightsaber different from the one he has in... In the second movie, it's the same, and then in the third movie, it looks like the one that Alec Guinness has in okay. the original Star Wars film. But Anakin's is Luke's; it's the same one that he has, but he until he builds the new one. Right. Well, he gets in the next movie, his gets cut in half, and he has to have a new laser sword, and he just one. built the same looking thing. I guess. Oh, okay. He didn't mix it up. So anyway, yeah, those are the things that stand out. There might be more, but. Hey, we're not gonna. We got yeah, we got yeah, ten yeah. more movies to go, and you haven't yeah. even said anything well, yet about here's, this one. Well, here's here's. I'll give you the ones that I wrote down. I, as I said, this is not my favorite. I, this one in particular. <laughs> that's that's perfectly yes. fine. <coughs> I mean, it's hard to argue with one any of these being someone's favorite. So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's all subjective. Everybody. Is <laughs> 
I'm I'm talking without the microphone so that, that I way, interrupt. Yeah, there you go. Um, so this one in particular, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. It kind of feels like a weird like '90s. Um, uh, not I was gonna say indie, but not indie. Like a weird like '90s space movie, kind of like yeah. Lost in Space or um, uh, what's the one with Tim Allen? Galaxy Galaxy Quest. Quest. Like it kind of feels like one of those. Side note, side note to everybody listening. I love Tim Allen. (laughs) I don't know why. I just, I mean, I haven't seen all his movies, but I love his. I I like Home Improvement. I like the Santa Claus movies. Those are a favorite in this house. And Galaxy Quest. I don't know. I just like the guy. I don't know. And and oh wait, he's a Trump supporter. I don't care about the political thing. You like him as an actor. I don't know. He just seemed, he's just like a, a, a down homey Michigander kind of guy. <laughs> you just, it, you, the sound of his voice is. Uh, yeah, all on the you know, pure Michigan. Because the pure Michigan yeah. commercials, it's just like it's yeah. home to you. So take that, Tim Allen haters. Yeah. All right. So my points um, that I liked. Let's hear it. I like Queen Amidala's clothes. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> I think that. I think they're unique. I think they're imaginative. I also do think, which this is um, to be said of any like space, spacey movies like in Dune or I think they do. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I think they borrow from cultures, different cultures and take aspects of it. Like a lot of her outfits are very like Asian inspired. So they're just interesting cool looking clothes i like her makeup i do like her purple invasion of the feed palace outfit from the end of the film is that the one where like the velvety yeah yes the yes. one she's wearing when she says and now we're viceroy we will discuss a new treaty <laughs> but yes. she says it much more bland and uninteresting than i just did. yes but anyway yeah i agree with that i yeah i think that they're all very memorable like okay i think that they're they're memorable costumes in the way that like you know, Princess Leia's costume from the first movie is very memorable and iconic. I think yeah. that hers are as well, and I I enjoyed them. Yeah, that's the, yeah. so. That's my first point is I like her clothes. What else you got? I also put this is I only put two points, but my second point was that I liked the pod racing as well. Okay, yeah, I, it's I've always exciting. found that it's scene fun. interesting. It's loud. I like the I like the sound effects and the the sort of the the bass the boom boom like the, just like yeah. the race car stuff so yeah. yeah and i think like we have some if i'm not mistaken the uh um the little things from return of the jedi those are considered pod racers are they not the speeder bikes speeder bikes i guess they're not pod racers but oh, those are speeders they completely different things am i getting confused either way yeah, it's different i thing. think it was interesting that the they came up with that and kind of putting a, a little bit of a spin on an on an earth thing that we do yeah. which is racing why not <laughs> why not and why not a double-headed <coughs> announcer yes and i'd like one to, that speaks um, in a different language i'd like to preemptively apologize for all the times that i'm going to cough during this yeah you're coming off a cold it's not covid so don't worry yes i took a and test nobody was worrying about covid anymore no anyway, no, so. no and i mean besides they can't catch it all right we podcast. good with that yeah i mean i think we, with I the think we can Menace? move on to all right and i'm on the record two. that's my favorite if you can oh. have a favorite of the first three um excuse me the prequel <laughs> my my third one that i didn't write down but thought of when you were talking is i like the sound track or the score 
Oh, Duel of the Fates. Yes, Duel of the Fates. Yes, I forgot. Let me write that down. I, I mean, I think I, I like the score the for all of the movies. Music from the from the laser sword fight. Yes, the. Yes, that is very. Let's just let's just say right now that the Star Wars movies are eighty percent more effective because of John Williams. All of them. My favorite composer. If you had Oingo Boingo. Doing the soundtrack for Star Wars, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be nearly as successful. Yes, well, or the Smiths, that would really be mm. bad, as we mentioned. It. And then a double decker bus, exactly crashes into us. A guy who writes stuff like that should not be doing space fantasy films. No. So good on George Lucas for not hiring Morrissey to record the, <laughs> or, or write the music for Danny Elfman. Hey, listen, we've only done one movie and we gotta, we're we gotta, half an hour into this thing. We, we don't want cracking. to turn this into a two-parter. Okay. So let's move on to... I mean, we could always record it in one sitting, but split it as a two-parter. Of course. No, of course. Um, all right. So Attack of the Clones. Okay. You go first on this one okay. since I went first on the last one. I... <sighs> like the romance plot line between Anakin and Padme. And Hold I it. say that Stop right with there. a grain of salt. <laughs> because I'm sorry. Was there a romantic plot line? <laughs> I say that with a grain of salt because it's comparatively speaking is not a well-written, well-rounded romance plot line and it could have been better. But Well, we know that. This definitely <laughs> could have been better. <laughs> but I do I I'm a big fan of of romance films. I'm a big fan of uh, and that's why you shouldn't like this movie and and, and uh, romantic plot lines. Um, and so I enjoyed that because right. I thought it was. And yeah, and you, do we ever? We no, can, I'm sorry. This we is could a, get into the whole. Uh, I don't like sand nonsense or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not worth. That's that's fireplace scene. If listen, we want to get into that, listen, but. that's not. That's ground that's not worth trotting upon at this point. It's, <laughs> been, it's been overdone. Yeah, it's yeah, but yeah, I like the romance right. plotline. I what think else it's you good. Got? Um, the one thing about it that's weird is the age difference because she was kind of like a teenager slash um young woman, and he was like ten when they just met. Just being in your presence is intoxicating, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Okay, and then yeah, you're big on that. You don't like that whole oh underage girl <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, it's That's an so popular. Boy in this that... one. Oh, was she older than him? She's older than him because oh. remember he's a little kid. Oh, but isn't isn't Hayden Christensen older than her? I don't know, but um, what was the movie I was thinking? What's the little kid's name? Oh, it was Karate Kid Three that they didn't have a romance between Ralph Macchio. And I can never remember the actress's name that plays Jessica, but she was only 16 when they filmed it, and he was like 22, and so they they didn't feel it was appropriate, even though they were supposed to be playing people the same age to have them play a romantic. Well, that's good. So of them. good on the yes, good on the producers on of that them. film for not being creepy. Um, so Jake Lloyd is younger than Natalie Portman. Well, obviously. So that's why they're younger is because Jake Right, Lloyd the characters was, are younger. But also the characters are younger. But then as it was well. 10 years later supposedly. Which, you know what? It is interesting that they recast Anakin but they didn't recast Padme. Well, Jake Lloyd wouldn't have aged enough to. Yeah. He'd still be like 
By the way, Jake Lloyd's best performance is in Jingle All the Way. Yes. And my favorite scene is when he's here's to you, Dad. If you've ever seen that movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Any other Attack of the Clones? My second plot point is I like the arena scene, but I like it before they start using their lightsabers. Okay. I'm just going to go with you. I'm not even going to bring that up because that's my favorite part of the movie (laughs) is... The three of them, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Padme, fighting space monsters without laser swords. They have to use their wits and the force and all that stuff. Yes. And then as soon as a million Jedi show up and toss them laser swords, the fight is immediately not as interesting as it was. Yeah, it's a little bit overkill in my opinion, but yes. I like that scene. I thought the... Okay, I agree. Let me cross that off so okay. I don't bring that up. I thought the, that's gonna um, make my comments much shorter. <laughs> that's one third of my comments <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think like um, Padme having to like use the chain to beat off the space cat. Yes, um, space cat. <laughs> and the um, there's people. If there were people the actually listening right stuff, now, they would know. be howling about. Um, actually, it's, it's a, not a space cat. It's a gooble gooble blob. Let's see. Let's do some fact yeah, checking. Look it up. Find out what it's called. While you're doing that, there's a scene that there's like one scene where Obi Wan and Jango Fett. <laughs> unbelievable. They named him Jango Fett. Um, a new man a- named Jango Fett, and he danced for you. What's it's it called? called a Nexu. Nexu? Yeah. And you know some nerd made that up and just put it on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, there's a scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi goes to Jango Fett's quarters and they have a, a conversation, the two of them face to face. And it's like the best acting scene. And like it's like, oh, look at this. Two human characters talking to each other and it actually it's, the only time it's actually a little bit of tension actually speak in the movie. a little bit of tension in the movie yeah so i agree I think i'm throwing good, that one in there point. go ahead with the rest of your comments however <laughs> that was it oh All i right. only had two well hold on hold on let me think oh. <laughs> i nothing really i mean i like padme's clothes in this one as well um why did why did the girl okay at the beginning a bomb goes off <laughs> and kills her um Padme's well, she still has a, a decoy, decoy for some reason um, um and then the, the the decoy says I failed you senator <laughs> and I'm like no you no, didn't you did your you, job that's what you're supposed you to you were supposed to die yeah. if something like this there's happened there's the YouTube channel how it should have ended where they yeah. like do the cartoons and they say like how it should have ended. And then she's like, I'm sorry, I failed you, Senator. She's like, shh, no, this is exactly what you were put here to do. Yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> that's her job. And why would why would they put Padme in the fighter plane? Because if you're someone, not going after the if fighter someone plane. was going to attack their ship, the first thing they do is take out the fighter, the protective, yeah, the, the plane, protective. The yeah. protective space planes. You know what? We should have been in charge. <laughs> yeah. Well, we anyway, like, we're getting into security we're, detail. We're starting to drift off into. Okay. Yes. Here's why this movie is terrible, which um, it is, but. I think that the. Are you done? Did you did you finish your <laughs> comment? I'm just gonna say I think that the the factory scene could have been cool yeah. if it wasn't all CGI. It's just a video game thing, yeah. though. But yeah. So you go ahead with yours. Uh, I Christopher Lee. Hmm. Yes. He's like okay. he's he's great in everything he does and obviously in a movie where everybody is a cardboard cutout 
except for maybe Ian McDermott. Christopher Lee is amazing. <laughs> cut out. Did you know that Christopher Lee met J.R.R. Tolkien? Well, probably. He did. They're, not probably. He did. They're both amazing British guys. Yeah. And like when he's trying to... Um, what is a Jedi Knight doing <laughs> out so far out on Geonosis or whatever? Yeah. I'm looking for a bounty hunter. There are no bounty hunters here, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing these terrible dialogue and just you're still like, it doesn't matter because yeah, it's Christopher Lee. Yeah, he's a great actor, yeah. Uh, I love his accent. He's got a great accent. Yep. Your swords, please. <laughs> yes. And I like that he calls them swords, not sabers. Um, he's like, I'm not calling the them The other thing sabers. I like, I mentioned the Anakin Obi-Wan fighting without laser swords. Okay. Um, the monsters, the space monsters, <laughs> uh, the Obi Wan Jango fat, Christ Christopher Lee, and I also like the bombs from. Yes. Jango fat yes. slave on. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. The blah bombs. Yeah, the blah bombs. I think they're called. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia. I looked it up earlier. <laughs> you know those bombs? They go bang. <laughs> I think I remember when we watched the the Mandalorian. Or oh yeah, when he releases it, I'm like, oh, I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just like, oh yeah, these are the best. Like we were so excited. And that's about the only them. thing I remember from that. Was that Book of Boba Fett? Or was that that Mandalorian? was Mandalorian season two? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. Those are rad. Um, so pretty sick. Also, I noticed in these movies, after Empire Strikes Back establishes that flying through an asteroid field is near impossible. Um, written Revenge of the Sith, Luke and Leia are born on a on a uh, are born on an asteroid <laughs> in an asteroid field, and Obi Wan and what's his name, Jango Fett, have no problem flying in there. And in Rogue One, there's an asteroid, an asteroid field that has a city built on it. But apparently it's yeah. really hard to and fly. And then like in. So quit retconning things. Yeah, and then Leia's like, are you crazy? You can't fly into that right. thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's off topic. Yeah. But yeah, Christopher Is... Lee, the blah bombs, <laughs> no laser swords fighting in the arena. Um, the blah bombs. And the Obi-Wan and Jango Fett um, scene. That's okay. all I got. That's a lot, actually. I didn't think I'd come up with that much because it's a terrible movie. But yeah. I think even though it's bad, it's, like, entertaining. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. It, I do like, okay, it entertains I me. I do I like guess. the part of the laser sword fight where um, it's dark and they're kind of swinging the, the laser swords around their heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the rest of it, eh. All right, we want to move on? Yeah, we're going to go on to... Uh, the movie that most people say is their favorite of the prequels. And I would honestly say that for me, this is it's a it's a dead heat between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith as to um, which is the worst of the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being real with you. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think the, um, like the most pivotal moment in this movie is the Anakin Skywalker turning to the dark side and it makes no sense. Yes. There wasn't like proper build up. Like he 
Uh, I need. I, he stops Mace Windu from killing Palpatine because I need. He needs him to help him save Padme from dying, and then. He's like, I'll do whatever you ask. Just help me save Padme. And then five seconds later, he's like, I knew the Jedi were plotting to take over. (laughs) And that's why I'm doing this. It's like, wait a minute. And I think something, it also doesn't make sense later on in the originals now as to why Darth Vader is is continuing to be in the dark side. Because if his his only reason for joining the dark side was... To save Padme, and then once he realized, hey, the Emperor can't actually teach me how to save Padme or how to bring my mother back from the dead. Yeah. Um, wouldn't he be like, oh, you lied to me and kill the Emperor? Or at the end when he's like, uh, it seems like you killed her. And then I'd be like, bro. And then like, uh, can I, do you have a laser sword anywhere? And then just like, can I get my running through with please? it? Yeah. Can you give me the, the red? Yeah, it doesn't. Anyway, that's the bad stuff. Whose turn is it to go first on this? I think it's yours because I went first. All right. So here are the two things I came (laughs) up with. Um, Ian McDermott, his performance is really good. Mm -hmm. And I I like the scene in the Senate room after Yoda and the Emperor lose their laser sword. I really like... I really like when people don't have their laser swords yes. anymore, <laughs> and they're throwing stuff at the stuff in the Senate at each other. Okay, I like that a lot. It makes it more interesting. Like they they're grabbing the the Emperor's throwing the the Senate pods at him. Oh yeah. And they're crashing into things, even though it looks fake because it's all cartoon yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I like that a lot, and that's um. I'm, I really honestly am hard-pressed to find anything more in- interesting about that movie. Was Ian McDermott, um, did he originally play the Emperor? In, in Return of the Jedi. Oh, in Return of the Jedi, but not in... There was an actor named Clive Revel who did the voice of the Emperor in The Empire Strikes Back, but the face was actually an old lady with monkey eyes superimposed over the eye sockets to make it look creepy. Huh. Interesting. The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. It sounds like some some uh, Shakespearean actor. Yes. Now, should I list mine? Yes. Go ahead, because we gotta get we gotta get moving, and um, this movie stinks. So. I I honestly so I like the drama of the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. However, is I have some stipulations to this. Like, if you take the scene on its own, without anything, you're like, wow, that's really dramatic and, like, the betrayal or whatever. But, given the actual content of the previous movies, it doesn't make any sense. So Yeah, well, there's no there's no dramatic build-up, because the first two <laughs> movies stink. Yes. So, the, how there's the, it's not effective when yeah. they get to the most pivotal so point. hypothetically, that would have been a good scene. But I don't like I I like the 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 yeah. potential of what it could be, um. And honestly, that's the only thing I wrote down because I barely remember that movie. Yeah. I I feel like I've only seen that one like a couple times. But when you were talking about the scene in the Senate did room, just, did you just dab? <laughs> no, I was coughing. Oh, looked like you were dabbing. <laughs> this should be a video podcast. So just can... randomly in the middle of all the right. Podcast. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Um, but you talking about the Senate room that reminded me of. My favorite line from that movie where it's 
is this actually this might be from attack of the clones where she says is this how democracy dies to thunder no that's that that's from this movie okay yeah i like that line that's a good line so this is how democracy dies to To thunderous thunderous applause applause. i guess it's a good line. it's a good line unfortunately yeah yeah, anyway yes so we can we can move on uh, can we um yeah yeah, I'm not going to bother uh, ragging on the laser sword fight in the end of this movie. And there's way too many laser swords yes, in this movie. There's too much to They're, unpack. Like, anytime <laughs> something happens, someone pulls a laser sword out. And then there's that one guy, General Grievous, he pulls out four laser swords. Because George oh, Lucas yeah. is like, this is, might be the last you Star Wars fool. movie. We got to have a ton of laser swords. Oh, I also like uh, when um general grievous says you fool because i love when villains say you fool <laughs> yes like maleficent and sleeping beauty fools <laughs> i i like um like, I like how the, could the you lizard. think you could possibly defeat my villainness yeah you fool we need to get back to when villains were just villains because they liked being villains yeah and the good guy's job was just to get rid of the villain now we're like all morally, oh, well, don't be so hard on her. She had a rough childhood. <laughs> her mother was killed by Dalmatians. <laughs> yes. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I can't remember. If she I'd... wants revenge on Dalmatians. That's yeah, dumb. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen it, and I never will see that. But we're talking about the Cruella yes. Deville movie. I can't remember but if we're that's supposed actually to be talking what about happens or not. The but... Star Wars is. Um, is the lizard thing that Obi-Wan Kenobi rides, is that in Re- Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. I like that thing, too. That thing's cool. The lizard bird? It's the a lizard combination bird, yeah. bird, lizard. Oh, yes, because it does fly. It's very Avatar. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else in that movie that I like now that yeah, I'm thinking? Yeah, I don't really like that one. Um, I like... <laughs> can you all just, you all just sit favorite, still for like 10 minutes while I think? My favorite line, my, well, my favorite quote-unquote favorite line is when... Anakin says, you look so beautiful. And then she says, that's only because you're so in love. And then he's, no, it's because you're so in love with me. There should I, be a laugh it's, track over that it's part. So, it's not, that's not the line, but it's something like that. That doesn't make no, any sense. No, it's because I'm so in love with you. Yeah. Then no, love yeah, has yeah. blinded you. She says, it's only wah, because wah. I'm so in love. And then he says, no, it's only because I'm so in love with you. Mm-hmm. Also, we talked about this before the podcast started, but the scene in the elevator where he says, did you press the button? No, no did you? Did you? <laughs> The elevator stopped. Did you press the button? No, did you? There's the only two people in the elevator, and they didn't see if one or the other pushed the button. Yeah, also, why would Obi-Wan ask him if he pressed the button if he was the one who pressed the button? I thought of another thing on Attack of the Clones, but I forgot it already. So <laughs> That's how memorable I was going to jump back, but I'm not going to yeah. do that. Okay, Maybe well, there'll be an appendix at the end of this arc. Yeah, uh, an epilogue. All right, let's move on. Yes. We're going to go to Rogue One, a Star oh, Wars yes, story. I forgot about that one. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I hate this movie. (laughs) Uh, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. Like, I don't sit around being like, like, okay, here's the thing. In the crawl from the original Star Wars, it says, "During during the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret weapons to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star. That's all you need to know. We don't yeah. need to know who stole it or yeah. how they stole it. If that was the interesting part, right. That's we, where that you would have been start. the first movie. Yeah. What's this movie about? It's a heist movie about yeah. stealing plans to a super weapon. 
So if that part was interesting, that would be what you would do. I believe it was Stephen King who said, everyone has a backstory and most of it's not very interesting. This is the perfect illustration of that. Yes. Let me give you an, this. This is probably going to be more ragging on this movie than praising it. But um, just as an example. Okay, so they have a pilot. They have a, there's a, a Imperial pilot who goes AWOL or something. Mm -hmm. and because... Um, Do you remember any of the characters' because, names? Because uh, <laughs> I know Aunt Cassie and Andor just because he has his and own Jenner show. So. And Jin or so. Let's look up uh, Bodhi. One. I think his name is Bodhi. Bodhi, Bodhi Hook? Bodhi Rook? I don't, Bodhi Rook, I think, actually. Something like that. So anyways, they have a pilot. He, um, Galen Urso, Mads Mikkelsen, sends him off with with a, a urgent Rook. message for Forrest Whitaker. Um, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> and he Saw gets Guerrera, captured. Yeah. And, okay, so then there's a scene later where they need to fly this in, into this difficult canyon to get to um uh the imperial base where they're working on the death star plans or something yeah but the pilot isn't the one that flies in it's like you would take the pilot it's like if you're doing like oceans 11 you yeah. you hire people that are specialists to do certain parts of the heist and in this one they, there's a part where they have to fly a difficult flight and the pilot sits there and, like, tells them where to fly or something. Bodie Rook? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I and remember like, being why like, isn't he just why doesn't flying? he fly the plane? He's the pilot. He's the, the plane. But the that's, the, that's the thing. And then there's, like, I saw a good guy called um, the blind guy. called him Blindy Sticko because he's blind and he has a stick that he hits people with. So he called him Blindy Sticko. Well, I feel like most blind people are but blind and I'm have like, a stick. Okay, so he's not very interesting. Chirut Imwe. Sure. So he's not very interesting. He knows how to use the force, but like, shouldn't he should have been like a a guy who was a little kid when Order sixty six went off and he goes into hiding, but he has no connection to the Jedi. Um, and then at the end, when he's like, "I can use the force," he doesn't just like use the force to flip this switch that he needs to flip. I don't know why he has to flip the switch. But he walks to it. Using the and force. And then the force, like, protects him or something. Yeah. And I'm like, why did he just, like, <laughs> use his... Use his mind Like, to... flick his wrist. Yeah. Anyway, this movie's that... terrible. Yeah. Horrible. So here's my thing with Rogue One. I was right, bored. And I... Oh, yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Mostly bored. I was mostly bored. And I think the first time I saw it afterwards, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then, like, I went back to it's watch unwatchable. it later. And was like... I'm so bored. It was like five minutes in. Galen Urso hadn't even been like kidnapped yet or whatever. And I was, <laughs> I was like, this is so boring. Can we watch Aladdin? And so then we turned it off yeah. and watched Aladdin. Um, so, yeah, I don't like this movie. And I also didn't include any. Um, All right. I didn't let's get this over down. with. Um, but I guess I like the way it looks like aesthetically. I think it's a cool looking movie. I think. The special effects and the pointless space battle at the end um, are are really good. For like, should we the have done Solo first? They're the most CGI. They're the most realistic looking CGI effects. It looks really good. The mm -hmm. the 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 um yeah. yeah, it looks really good. Yes, aesthetically, it's a, a very visually 
um, <laughs> nice guy's movie. Guy's talking I just about this was movie. Bored, look, bored watching it. Yeah. They're talking about this movie, and the guy says, "There was a red lightsaber." Because <laughs> at the end, <laughs> yeah, well, that stupid scene of Darth Vader that everyone loves, and I hate. See, um, it's like, and he's I like, "There was a red lightsaber, and I clapped." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe call me old fashioned. Maybe I'm laser sword. Maybe I'm just a stick in the mud. But I didn't find that like, oh, this is so cool. I like, love scenes where the villain slaughters people. Yeah, it's like, so cool. <laughs> no, plus it's not what Darth Vader would do. Yeah, Darth, Darth Vader, Vader has never. He you know, sends in troops to secure the area, and then he comes in and, does, in the and does the interrogation. Yeah, because but that's not like a Kylo Ren thing to do. Right. Grab a lightsaber and hack people to pieces. Right. That's a Kylo Darth Ren thing. Vader's rage was always controlled. Yes. And I He think used it to his advantage, but he didn't he didn't like go nutso. And the thing that was he wasn't cool a murder about machine. him was he was intimidating because, you know, he's got the yeah. mask or whatever and when he, he just stands. Chokes there people out, he's just like You failed me for the last time and then the guys in the background like not breathing and collapsing. Yeah. He doesn't like I'm I'm heading your way and you're going to be sorry. Yes. <laughs> and and um so Yeah, yes, I thought effects. I remember being like freaked out by it because like in the theater and like the guy on like holding the thing through the door and being like take it take it or whatever and I'm being like yeah. this is like oh, Isn't this fun? This isn't fun. I don't know why people That's like, like this. That's like the revenge of the Sith scene with the little kid. There's too many of them. What should we do? And then they see the laser sword get ignited. Like, oh, he's going to kill a bunch of little toddlers. And then everyone's like, <laughs> um, So here's what I like about this movie. I like, uh, I looked up the actor's name. It plays director Krennic, Ben Mendelsohn. I thought he was really good. It, director Krennic, that's a character from he's the, the guy. No. No. Okay. No, he's the guy that's in charge of the Death Star project. Before and he's fighting with, with Je- Governor Tarkin about, you know, this is my project or whatever. The guy who shows up at the beginning and is like, hey, I need you to come back. The project is stalled or whatever. He was really good. I liked him a lot. Okay. Um, but Guy McAccent, as I call. Uh, <laughs> he's just boring. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's just a boring movie and pointless. Didn't need to be made. Next movie. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna before we go to solo. I'm oh. gonna say something because all right, we're doing all right though because we're we're about to enter movie number five, <laughs> and we're not quite an hour into this. Well, stick with us, folks. Th- Just stick with us. This is something that I'm gonna say um, about Solo and Rogue One that I don't like. Oh yeah, I'm sick of the sassy droid trope. Oh, it's the, enough. Yeah. <laughs> enough is enough. We've had a sassy droid in every Star Wars thing. Yeah. Do we really do we need, need another one? Phoebe Waller Bridgers. Do we need um, Phoebe Bridgers? <laughs> do we need Phoebe Bridgers ruining every Lucasfilm <laughs> that she t- that she's now, in? I like Phoebe Waller Bridge. And I guess that's because you're woke. I guess the droid was all right. But it's just like every uh, you need one. Every. Why do we need a droid rights subplot? Like, well, who cares? They're droids. So like, free dro- free the droids or whatever. I'm like, you're a droid. You're supposed to just do what you're... You know, you're, you're part of the problem. being. You are part of the problem. Anyway. Um, well, we've already skipped forward to Solo, basically. Yeah. but well, doesn't Solo take place before It doesn't Rogue matter. One? It okay. doesn't matter. All right, so... Solo. Let's talk about this movie. I, I like, love Solo. <laughs> I love... I don't know if I love this movie, but I like it. It's a fun little 
Han Solo side, side adventure. Yes. It doesn't goof up his backstory. Uh, the only part I didn't really like was when, um, when the, it is, I got to get a new chair, um, <laughs> is when they're like, um, your name is Han, and then they, um, well, let's call him Solo because he's by himself or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it didn't that have to be that obvious. You don't yeah. need to have, tell us why he's named Han yes. Solo. Yes, I really we like know Solo. Why. Um, Did well, you? Well, that's the thing is because characters' names have a lot of importance in literature, right? And in film as well. And so by calling him Han Solo, it's like, right. oh, he's on his own or whatever. Luke Skywalker. Yes. Leia He wants Organa. to swoosh to the stars. <laughs> Leia Organa, you know. She likes organic foods. Yes. She yes. only shops at Whole Foods. Yes. Um, All right. Um, so let's, do you have any specifics about this I, movie? Let's so not bore people to tears. What I really them. like about it is that the actors who played characters that were previously in the movies, like um, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. Lando and Calrissian. And um, uh, Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Yeah, I. They did a good job of staying true to the original characters, but also putting their own spin on it. Yes, and I like that Alden Ehrenreich didn't just try to do a Harrison Ford impression. <laughs> yeah, he just played a Han younger Solo. version of yeah. Han Solo, and he did a fine job. And I mean, people like their thing with it was they were like, "Oh, Han Solo would never do that." And I'm like, "Well, this is a much younger Han Solo. Like, we're this is yeah." At the end, this is what makes him the way that he at is. The end, is when his he, jaded, sarcastic self because of what he's been through in this movie. Right. At the end when he when he kills Woody Harrelson Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He doesn't hesitate. He pulls his pistol out and just shoots him. Mm -hmm. And that's where he's changed. He doesn't like trust the team anymore, or whatever. He's like, I'm I'm going solo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um and I yeah. I like I really liked the Kessel run scene. Or sequence, I guess. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. It was and just I, a fun. Yes. Yes. What's wrong with that? Um, I don't really like the space octopus thing, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> we yeah. can't all be happy, I guess. I. What else? Lay it out for us. Um, I guess I like Amelia Clark's character. It kind of shows, you know, she's Kira. like Kira. Yeah, she's you know she used to have hope and you know be looking for solutions and. She was on her own, and and then, you know, she's been jaded by the, the yeah. darkness of the galaxy, and she's relying on right. other people now, and it's like, uh, you know, she's she's only in it for herself, and uh, shows the the way that she's been corrupted by the cruel right. world that she is a part of. Correct. Yeah, I like all the <laughs> it's actors. A good character development. I like all the actors, all their performances. Yeah, Woody Harrelson was good. Woody Harrelson. Paul Donald Bettany. Glover. Who? Paul Bettany. He's the... the the guy with the ring. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Oh, and this is another thing that you and I have talked about and before. And Jonas, whatever the guy's name is, that took over as Chewbacca. He, he's, he does a good job. Like, you he, can tell the difference. Be, that it, You can tell it's not Peter Mayhew, but... Yeah, he's way better at the... Didn't Peter Mayhew do some stuff? Uh, for The Force Awakens, yes, but not oh, for okay. Solo, A Star Wars Story. I will say... Jonas Slutak or something. I don't know. Let's look it up. So he's uh, he's from a Scandinavian land. A Scandinavian land. Um. Um. While you're doing that, um, I one thing I like Junis is Junis Suotamo. I was close. Junis, not Jonas. 
It could be pronounced. I like that Jones, this is maybe. just a fun little adventure, space adventure film. It didn't feel like we have to have some epic, huge space battle at the end or whatever. Um, I don't like that they felt we got to have a laser sword. Even if it just gets ignited, we we have to have a laser sword. Do they have a laser sword? When Darth Maul's at the end, and oh yeah, that he's part talking was stupid, to her, but it, he, he it's does, such a minuscule part that it's yeah, really not important. They should have made a sequel, but all the angry people, people the angry of the Last Jedi, well, we're not going. <laughs> um, I I will say I also I like that it ends with a a little fight inside some guy's office. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. As we've talked about this before, yeah. is that we like the the small scaleness of the the fight and it's a good like there's um the the <laughs> sound has not gone yes. out we're just <laughs> there's um there's tension involved because you're trying to figure out if Kira's gonna betray Han right. or if she's gonna stay if she's gonna stay loyal to Dryden Voss right. or whatever Dryden Voss that's right um. Clint Howard is in this movie. Clint Ron Howard, Howard's brother. of course he is. I like, um, another thing I like is you get to see some key moments in Han Solo's past. You get to see how he wins the Millennium Falcon from Lando. How and you get to Chewbacca. see how he meets Chewbacca. And that's true to the the story we've always heard about him rescuing him from Imperial captivity. And it was always known that like Han Solo was once part of the Imperial it was part of the backstory that we'd heard that he was uh, uh, in the um, in the Imperial Navy or whatever. Yes. And they do that stuff, too. Yeah. And yeah. I really like the Millennium Falcon and it's cleaned up kind of um, pre everything. Um, yeah. Lando Calrissian. It's like a place you'd hang out with. It, yeah. It's just yeah. clean. It's got a place to hang up your capes. Um, yeah, and it, there's it was like interesting a, to see different like rooms in the Millennium drinks. Falcon that yeah, we've never you know, seen we see before. Those. Yeah, it can serve drinks, and then there's like a little, there's like a big speaker system or something. It's just, it's sleek and clean, which yeah. is, but you know, most Star Wars stuff. But I do like, uh, yeah, I like that. Well, it shows a difference between their personalities yeah. because Han. His is more. He's, he's a little, little bit, more gruff. He's a little more gruff, and he's kind of patched together with Lando. <laughs> like every, he's very fastidious. He's, maybe he's a little bit more risky. I love that word, fastidious. He's a bit more of a risk taker than. And now a word from our sponsor. Audible. All right. All right. So, are we done talking about? Solo, the Star Wars story. I think so. I think we can move on to. Well, that takes us uh, to the. Um, the only true canon yes, <laughs> of the exactly. Star Wars films, and that takes us to the original film, Star Wars, which I never call by its new um, chapter name. I always still refer to it as Star Wars. Because when I was a boy <laughs> and it came out, it was called Star Wars. Yeah. So we're going to talk about now Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk. And... Um, this is not. This is like okay. How do you say we've? How, the whole point of this episode <laughs> is say something nice about every Star yeah. Wars movie. What's there to say? It's it's the best movie ever. <laughs> it's the best. It's the greatest movie ever made. Here's what I'll say. I won't say this just as a nice thing, but just as an observation. Okay. What makes it 
it can stand on its own. Yes. If you took every other one of the movies away, and this was the only one, every other film in the series requires you to have knowledge from, of this film. This is the movie where there are prequels to it and sequels to it. Are you getting what we're saying You understand here? what I'm saying? It's, it's very obvious. You could just say, we're only making one, and this would be it. Yeah. And I, I know the conventional wisdom, and I used to, uh, I used to adhere to this, this wisdom, this feeling was that the Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Star Wars film, but I think Star Wars is the best Star Wars film. I think I, yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. It could stand on its own, and that's one of the things that I wrote down was I said I like the simplicity of it. Yes. Because it's. Some people complain, oh, the laser sword fight so is too slow and boring now. And it's like, no, it's great. It's just simple. Um, the, the, the laser sword fight is about the dramatic tension between the characters. It's not how cool, how cool can they twirl it and do flips and stuff. Yeah, and I think... Um... Twirl your laser sword, <laughs> Obi-Wan. You're never twirling it in this movie. I he does a little spin. Yeah, he spins around. Anyway, it's got a little little bit of flair. I yeah, I like the simplicity of it because I think that, and this is something. This is off topic, but I'm using it as a way to. Um, it's way off topic. It's, I'm just using it as a way to demonstrate, like when the Marvel movies when they first started out, it was just like the Iron Man. <laughs> it was just you know Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, Hawkeye, whatever. We have those people. We're making movies about them. And then they come together don't forget for the Thor. Avengers movies. I think I said Thor, didn't I? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I wasn't listening. But um. now there's <laughs> there's so many different characters, different movies, and we're uh, you know in space, and we're traveling through time. And it's like, it's too much. Right. It was better when it was just simple. And that's what I like about um, A New Hope, or just the first Star Wars movie, How is, dare that, you. <laughs> is that it's simple. This is a, no, this is a, a New Hope free zone. Yes. Anyway, um, go ahead. But it's very, it's simple, it's not convoluted, and it's just... It's just the hero's journey. Yes, it's simple hero's journey story. Um, I guess, am I going first? Because I kind of I guess, but let me just say this. Okay. It's very difficult to explain to people who weren't there in 1977 how it felt. Like the movie itself, the world that it was in, and sort of the world that... The exterior world that built around it, like the feeling it gave people, because now there's so much Star Wars content that it this has kind of been buried amongst all the terrible streaming shows and terrible cartoons and terrible sequels and terrible prequels. (laughs) So now where it's just like if you could just isolate it and pull it out and be like, this is different than all that stuff. Um, and the feeling that it that came with it in 1977 bottled that up. It's hard to explain. So you were six people. when that movie came out. I was five. You were five turned, when that movie came out. I was five when it came out. Oh, you're so old. <laughs> um, um, but I was not. My parents were not into science fiction stuff, and so everybody we knew had seen it all my friends had seen it i was playing star wars with my friends not knowing what we were doing like i remember being like okay you're flying a ship now and we're you're shooting at people i have a cap gun i'm like leaning out the window of the spaceship (laughs) 
because I didn't understand yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't know. The... And the neighbor across the street says, my dad, you got to go see Star Wars. And he's like, no, nah, we're not into that kind of thing. We don't like Star Trek. And he's like, no, you don't understand. This is different. You've got to see it. So my dad says, well, I'll take, uh, I'll take, he said he'd take me to see it. And then we go see it. And then we come home. And he goes to my mom. And he says, you've got to go see this movie. So then my mom takes me to see it. And she gets super excited when Han Solo returns at the end to save Luke's <laughs> bacon. Yes. Um, and from that point on, I was full-on Star Wars fan. I was the first kid on the block to get Star Wars toys. I got nice. <laughs> Luke, Obi-Wan Kenobi, R2, and C-3PO, and the Land Speeder. And I was oh. the only one. I'm out front on the sidewalk, Southern California, pushing the toy around. All the kids are like, can I play with it now? I'm like, no, don't touch it. But anyway, and yeah, it was now a totally it's different worth a million dollars. thing. Now it's just it's just so much stuff, and I wish we could just isolate that yeah. one uh, once again, the original non-special edition version, and just be like, because now when you watch it, people are like, it's so slow. The ships fly so slow, and it's so old looking, and it's like, no, it's all it's awesome. Well, that was something that I wrote down. Was that Go ahead, I'm done. I'm from done. the perspective, if you're if you're taking this just as a movie that impacted film as a whole, it was something new and different that really hadn't been yes. done before. But you could argue that it also had more of a negative effect on film than positive. You could you argue could. that. Yes, but uh, in terms it of... It set the stage for all this yeah. junk that we have now. <laughs> in terms of it being... It was something new, something revolutionary. And so that's something that I like about it is... Mm-hmm. Even now from, you know, you've seen all the the space movies and you're this is so boring. It's like at the time it was something different and yep. it set the stage for space movies. It was unique. in general. It was Every space movie that we have is because of Star Wars, which I guess you could argue that Star Trek was first. But there whatever. hasn't been a single Star Wars movie since this one that was groundbreaking. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. Something else that I wrote, I like the use of practical effects. That, that was the only way they could do it back yes, then. Yes, and I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think that <sighs> I am really into practical effects. I'm into puppets. I'm into... <laughs> you're super into I'm it? I'm super into puppets. I'm so into, you're into things that are real. Yes. And, and have te- that are tactile. I, I respect CGI and I respect animation and i know that it is like a, a difficult but it's thing hard to, to do. be impressed it's very by talented it. but i am more impressed by people who are ingenuitive in figuring out a physical way to yeah. make something happen like kermit the frog riding a bike yeah that's great that's today great you'll just be like eh, they used a computer yes because i remember showing the first star wars movie part of it to a friend of mine who had never seen it and she was like oh this looks so fake i can tell that it's cgi and i said no, it's not. There's they're no all such models. Thing. I said they are all fi- they're physical models of yeah, ships. Yeah, there was no such and thing. And she was very CGI. impressed. And so that's the one thing that I like about it. Which yeah. is why I hate the special edition is because it doesn't, look, it doesn't, it look, doesn't right. look right. It takes you out of the You the can universe. tell when it changes over to um Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let leave it be. <laughs> leave it I be. Like the music as well, which is something I said about the first yep. one. I like the music. And um, we don't need to talk about this movie. We there, we, there was something else I was going to say, but we now I don't remember. We could go on for hours. I don't remember what I was going to say now, so you know. can say your things. 
Because I don't remember. Uh, I think I already said them. Like, oh, so do we want to move on the to Death the... Star, the, the, the fight over the Death Star is still, every time I watch it, it's still tense and dramatic. Mm-hmm. It works. Yeah. Even though, yeah, yeah it works. <laughs> All right. Empire Strikes Back. All right. I, I like that it expands on the character's... Um, I the part that I thought was boring as a kid because I want to get to the laser sword fight, the part with Yoda. Now some of the best Star Warsy Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it it's when it's like a good explanation of the Force. Um, a lot of people think it's New Agey or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's a it's 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 almost as good. Uh, some people say it's the best one, but I think it's almost as good as it's on par with the with the original film as far as goodness. I really like this one. I think it's. I mean, I like all three of Everybody, them a lot. Yeah. Um. What's there to say though? I mean, what <laughs> that's more the thing is add? there's so much. It's so much easier to break apart a movie you don't like and say these are the few things that i liked as opposed to right and that's why we should just move on yeah well i'm gonna say i liked i think it's the best laser sword fight of all yes, the movies it is it is it's the best laser sword fight it's pretty intense mm-hmm. it's intense without being like the you thing... should do 50 backflips and... yeah <laughs> and the thing that makes it great is there's a lot of emotion behind the emotion it because that's why the Luke prequel... Skywalker is angry because Darth Vader yeah. killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so he, he has a sense of revenge, but he's also trying to control that yeah. revenge and not let it. The prequel fights are control fun him. to look at, but there's no, I don't feel any tension or maybe that's because you know what's going to happen anyway, but maybe. <laughs> um, I like, it doesn't, they don't work. I'm going to say on I a liked... dramatic level. Those ones don't work for me, but this one does as does the one in the next movie. I like the Hoth sequence. Uh, you like um, the, I like the whole thing. Yes. But what I like is I think it's cool because in a lot of, which this goes back to the whole practical effects things, in a lot of movies now when there's like a beautiful landscape like that, you're like, uh, it's green screen. But this, they're in like Iceland. Is that where they were? I don't remember. <laughs> or not Iceland. Uh, Norway. Be, they filmed it, would it be in green, Norway. Greenland, I think. But yes, Norway. They they're actually Norway. in Norway. They're right, they had no choice. You had to go somewhere where there was snow. Yeah, they yeah, and that's cool, and I like that. So, and I think it's cool because it's also, um, a big contrast. You know, like in the last one, we had a sand planet, so now we have an ice planet. Oh, how original! <laughs> yeah. We're running out of planets. What? Well, let's just keep. Let's make more sand planets. Anyway, I also wrote. Mm-hmm. Um. Yoda, whoop whoop whoop. Was Puppet my Yoda. <laughs> I love Frank Oz. I love puppets. I love Puppet Yoda. Yoda. Um, and he's he's great. Yoda's one of the best Star Wars characters. And I'm not talking about the prequels, Yoda, because he's no fun. Yeah. He I like Apparently Yoda, they Yoda. had, when they were doing, after they'd done the prequels, people on George Lucas's staff had to talk him out of switch, switching Yoda in the originals to CGI, like over. Wow. They were like, you don't understand what you're, you're trying yeah. to match it up, but you don't understand what that's You're taking do. away like 50% of the magic of those movies. Yeah. And that's that. the thing that's so great about it is because CGI, you can realistically make a little green man, but you can't add. Right. 
a soul <laughs> to that little green man. And Frank Oz can Little add green a- <laughs> man. There's a little green man here. And Frank Oz can add a soul to that little green right. man. Let's go on. Let's move on. Let's go it? to The Return of the Jedi, which was originally titled Revenge of the Jedi. I remember seeing the trailers for it in the theaters as Revenge of the Jedi, seeing posters for Revenge of the Jedi, and then all of a sudden it was Return of the Jedi because revenge is not a Jedi concept. Yeah. I'll say this one's <clears> my <throat> favorite. What? I this Out of all of them, I like this one the best. All right, so my friend, uh, a friend of mine would say that it was their favorite favorite um and i think in in the moment of 1983 it probably was my favorite not so much now because it does have some it seems like george lucas thought i gotta wrap this up and he's like well we'll just have another death star and yeah well who's the other person that in the empire strikes back there (coughs) they mentioned that there's another person that could if luke fails there's another person that could take his place. And he's like, oh, let's just make it Leia and make her Luke's sister. That that was no. all added. That all came later. That all came in the process of making. So when people are like, the Disney, they didn't have a they didn't have a plan in place. I'm like, neither did neither George did Lucas. Lucasfilm, yeah. He was in the middle of The Empire Strikes Back when he was like, I don't know, should I go through with him being Luke's father or not? What I think is that they shouldn't have made um but they did leia his sister <laughs> just because of the kiss in empire strikes back here let's talk and about it's something some... crazy that like we just don't address the fact that they like made out in the second movie and then in the third movie they're like hey they're related like <laughs> they didn't like all Ooh, gross yeah um yeah yeah i forgot what i was gonna say it's i think... talk about things we don't like about return of the jedi because <laughs> there's too many good things to say i mean yeah, I think there's some really okay. So like halfway through the movie, Han and Leia don't—they run out of some stuff to do. They're just like, "You're gonna go on this mission on the planet to Endor. knock out the power generator yeah. or whatever." Like they don't—they don't play a role in anything with like real heavy stakes, like Luke yeah. does. Luke has a bit of a, but more he's heavy... the protagonist, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really about him. But anyway. also him having. You know, there being lower stakes for their mission adds more weight to his because you're like, enough about this this power thing. What about Luke and Vader? (laughs) I like the fight over the Sarlacc. That's my. I think that's what makes it my favorite. Is I really like the Sarlacc pit sequence. That's a creative thing, even though it's lifted from Dune, like the sandworm or whatever. (laughs) I don't like the CGI version with the beak. I'm perfectly fine with a rubber mouth that doesn't do anything. It just sits in the bottom of this pit in the sand. Yeah, Um, I like that a lot. I don't like the how Boba Fett dies. Uh, I don't like that he's even in the movie, honestly. I don't think he, like, why is he just a lackey hanging around that, with Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, Isn't he's he off, there. Like, but... doing, doing a job for somebody. Yeah, he where's should. His, where's his fob? Where's, his, <laughs> where's his, yeah, what's his bounty hunter mission? fob? His bo- his he should have been off his, doing something else. He his, shouldn't even have been his puck, there. His bounty puck. But I think they probably thought, oh, we got to, um, Han Solo has to kill him somehow to get his revenge. Or, yeah, or and it gave, it gave. Like, he was just a. A character, I part of that was just that fans love ended up loving Boba Fett so much. Like, well, we probably should put him in there. But also, it gave so, somebody for him to like fight with. I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, I like the Sarlacc pit fight. 
which that was the first scene of Star Wars that I'd ever seen. Oh. And I saw it in a Meyer TV section because oh. they were playing it on the oh. on all of the TVs. And I was it is, it is super it. cool. Even though the plot that Luke Skywalker puts together to rescue Han Solo makes no sense. It's a little shaky. Yeah, but we don't need to get into that. Um, Let's not break the magic. Yeah. Let's just be dumb kids like, who just um, thought it was a fun movie. Which I guess this is not just the only, this is not the only movie that yeah. this character is in, but uh, or is it? It might be. Salacious oh. B. Crumb. I like him. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's another great. puppet. Another puppet. There's Love lots puppets. of great creatures. Um, I like the Ewoks. When we were kids... Everybody loved the Ewoks, and then everybody got cynical, and we're like, oh, no, it's just George Lucas trying to sell plushies or whatever. Yeah, and it worked. And what he explained it in a documentary, he said it was supposed to be Wookiees. He said, but I'd already established that Wookiees can fly spaceships. They're smart. They're not primitive. And he's like, I needed them to be a primitive race yeah. to illustrate that the technological... The massive technological prowess of the Empire could be brought down by a primitive race. And Wookiees had already been established as... Yeah, they can fly ships, they they can fire guns. They they were intelligent or whatever. And it was cheaper to make small people costumes (laughs) than to make a bunch of Wookiee costumes. Yeah, and you know what? It gave a bunch of little people actors jobs. Oh, please stop with that. Um, (laughs) Warwick Davis... The, they Is weren't they weren't movie? struggling for work back then. Um, it was his first film, yeah. and it's just and we didn't hate them, and now everybody's like, oh, they're so dumb. Like, get just why can't you just remember how you enjoyed it as a kid? What's the matter yeah. with you? And that's and that's great. And I like I like the the Ewoks. And I like the confrontation between Darth Vader, the Emperor, and Luke. Yes, that's a good one. Now, um, can but I, I ask? do think there's some lazy acting in this movie among Harrison Ford. He seemed and Carrie Fisher, they kind of seem like they're phoning it in. The scene where Luke tells Leia that they're siblings, it doesn't really land Your the, father, the way yeah. it should. <laughs> no, Luke, run away, far away. Like she's just kind of going through the. They're just kind of going through the motions at this point. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I don't. But, think, I've never noticed that really, or that never so stuck I, out to and me. And I think there are. This is the first film where there's signs of Star Wars starting to decline a little bit. Like, like we should be. We're done going with this down now. <laughs> a path of where it's not going to be so good anymore. But it's still going down a path. It's still that good. I, can't I still follow. like it. I still, yeah, I still like it. And part of it's nostalgia, and part of it is it's not a bad movie. No, what it's are you going to do? I um I like uh many boffins <clears throat> died <laughs> to bring us many this boffins died to bring us this information. <laughs> I think that's a you great line. You can see the new Death Star. <laughs> yes, Admiral Akbar. Great. Yeah, but everybody loves him for some reason. Oh, it's a trap. <laughs> and but you know anybody could have done those lines, but it it gave it more fun to have a squid head guy doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. General Solo, is your strike team assembled? <laughs> oh. I wouldn't want to speak up for you. It was a little rough, pal. I don't want to speak up for you. <laughs> General, count me in. <laughs> I'm with you, too. <laughs> Luke! <laughs> What's wrong? I sense something. Cause I'll I, tell you later. We're, we're, we're letting people in on the fact that I can sense the force. What's wrong? I know something's wrong, Luke. Um, and then Han's like, 
fake jealous like yeah. what's going on what here? you tell luke is that who you tell <laughs> yeah anyway that's the bad stuff but it's all it's it's all we can overlook that yeah and i think i think it's a good movie i always cry at the end i think it's a and uh the special edition versions of um they don't have the yub yub nub song at the, the end yub song and they don't have um lofty <laughs> neck yeah that's way better puppet yeah. Puppet size noodles way better than <laughs> sad oh, looking CGI. Size I love noodles. the Rancor pit fight. Yeah, that's pretty good. But too. I always get sad when it dies. I'm like, no. It's and so that's cute. a good scene where the Rancor pit or the Rancor keeper is like crying. And it's like, hey, everybody Everybody's loves somebody. Everybody's got somebody. Everybody's got somebody to love. Everybody loves somebody somewhere. Right, Dean Martin. All right, let's let's do this. Let's get into. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into the 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 much maligned but somewhat liked sequel trilogy. I'm gonna. The I Force like Awakens. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. All right, so after 15 years of everybody bagging on the prequels because they were terrible, they're like, everybody right out of the gate liked this movie, but then once they sat down and were like, wait a minute, it's the original <laughs> movie done with new characters. Hold on a and second. Stuff kinda, it's all the same stuff. They tricked us. Which explains why. I like it so much. Is why you like it. And also where you're like, it feels like a Star Wars movie. Yeah. The origin, like the prequels don't feel like Star Wars. And it has that line from. Uh, who's the they, the. they always have to have a British actor. The guy at the beginning who puts the. The. Plans oh, I don't know. Paul Dameron's hand says, "This will begin to make things right." Yeah, I like There's that like guy. A dig against the prequels, like what? the prequels ruined Those everything. Movies These movies are gonna fix everything. And for, a, and, for, and for a brief time, they did until. Laura Santeca is the character's name. I can't remember the actor's name though. Let's find out. Oh, um, Werner von Braun. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh... <laughs> Werner Herzog. <laughs> no, it's um. um can I think of his name? Uh. Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow. I think he's in The Exorcist. I think he plays the priest in The Exorcist. Okay. All right. This let's... will begin to make things right. General, she's royalty to me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I, anyway, before yeah. Before we start, let me just say, I did recently, out of nowhere, watch these the first two, and I'm in the middle of The Rise of Skywalker, and I haven't finished it yet. Um. Uh, which maybe is for the best, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's gonna be I, a tough one. I've recently seen the first two. <laughs> this this episode's gonna end with a thud. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna end with. Us. I mean, we've been thudding all along, yeah. but this one's definitely okay. gonna hit it. So let's go. I like Spit it that out. this movie kind of for me. It's all about practical effects. I like that. Yeah, this there movie, there is a mix, a nice balance. Yes, I like that there was on. Uh, what is it called? On-site shooting? Yeah. On location. On location. On location filming um, in terms of the desert, which was in Africa, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, I don't know if they went to Tunisia to film it or not. I oh, don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's supposed to be a totally different. <laughs> it was Jakku. Nebraska. Um, why, <laughs> by the way, there's a sushi place that we go to called Jakku. And every, whenever someone let's go to Jakku, I always say, why does everybody always want to go back to Jakku? I should start saying Jakku, that junkyard. <laughs> Jakku, the junkyard. <laughs> anyway, so um, I like the mix of of CGI when necessary and practical effects yeah. using real explosions on Jakku. Um I think they they made like a full-sized Millennium Falcon again. Yeah. Um, I think for this movie it was partial, it was half of it, but Yeah. And I liked um the the my the crowning glory I think of the movie is the um, the lightsaber fight at the end, and I love laser sword fight in the forest. I love that they built a forest for that. Yeah, in a in a set, and that's it's an so wonderful inside. Yeah, that's the stuff I like is is that kind of thing. I like the the new characters. I think all the all the main actors are charismatic. Yes, and yeah. there's there's chemistry between them. Um, it it that part really works really well. Watching them back i i never really noticed it before but adam driver gives an amazing performance i think yeah, he's a great actor he's a great actor and he does an, sure. an incredible job i think um, um and but yeah like the see i think and harrison cool ford about, is like actually acting like he he cares <laughs> he, like cares. he cares about this yeah. character again yes. when for years he's like yeah i don't really want to play that character again but the, I think when they were like, we'll kill him off. And I'm like, all right, I'll come. He's like, I'm going to give you the best performance it'll of your life. <laughs> it'll, add some, it'll lend some weight to the character in the storyline. I don't like, I think it would have been more effective to have him die in front of Leia and, Han, and Luke. Like Luke is going to try to. If that would have been some, too sad. If they would have had some sort of scene where like Luke is like, I have to confront Ben Solo and Han's like, and Han takes and the Leia's like, no, you have to go stop Luke, or you, or there's some sort of, there's what some sort of drama going on between yes. the three of them, so that when Han dies, Luke feels guilty about that, and then he maybe like runs off and hides. And I think we do find that in this in the Last Jedi that Luke feels guilty about Ben's turn. He thinks right. it's his fault, so it could have been like. But he, it would have been he more. He wants to go confront him because he feels it like it's had my responsibility. I'm his teacher, but then Han is like, "No, I'm his father. I'm the one who needs to go." It would have had more weight if Luke's like, "I have to stop him," and Han's like, "I have to stop you." And in the in the tussle to stop, yes, Kylo Ren manages to kill his dad or whatever. And one of the things that I think is good that the prequels failed to do is there's is be in, is be, is be fun. good. Um, <laughs> Is be fun, <laughs> no, and is, interesting. Is that they established from the beginning that there's conflict in Kylo Ren, and so we see this journey that he goes through throughout the movies instead right. of it just being like he randomly, you know, flips. Yeah. We know that he has a that he's struggling between the light and the dark, and so that's I think a good thing. Yeah. And I think that they did a good job of including old things that we've seen in other ones and then adding some new things. Like yeah. we have stormtroopers, but we have these things now. <laughs> we it would have been better without droids, a without you know? a first order and more just like if they'd done the Knights of Ren and like Kylo Ren's trying to start up a new thing. Yeah. And Luke and Han going. are yeah. trying to stop him or whatever. 
having Luke in hiding right out of the gate didn't wasn't a great idea, but anyway. Yes. I yeah, I think that would have been so, good too because it's like, oh yeah, we've uh I don't want to say I was space Nazis is what I was going to say and that seems a little like uh Yeah disrespectful maybe but like we've seen it before you know like we need to have something a little bit new but that also sort of makes you like eh, star wars you really can't stray too far from the original story with the rebels fighting against the corrupt government right you know anyway it's a fun movie in retrospect it's just the original movie done again soft reboot whatever you want to call it but mm-hmm. at the time i still felt like okay it's a good way to start it was a good start yeah we're not going way off thing you know we're it's different we're not going way off but we're also you know right. we're staying true to the right to the to the original which brings us to everyone's favorite star wars movie the last, the last jedi. jedi this one actually is my favorite of the three i think i like it not as much as I did originally, but be- mostly because of the movie that came after it. They tried to undo the things that this movie was doing. Yes. But honestly, the part of this movie that's the most interesting part is the part everyone hates. Is that Luke Skywalker is struggling with some <coughs> failure on his part. The theme of the movie yes. is failure. Everybody's failing. Everybody the, the legacy of the Jedi is failure. Yes. Failure. Uh, Rose and Finn's miss- mission fails. Um, it's all about failure and learning from I failure. I was talking with my roommate about this, and I, we were just really ragging on the Rose and Finn plot line. But after yeah. having seen it again, I don't dislike it that much. It's definitely the less interesting plot line, but it's fine. Like there, there's no. I don't yeah. have a problem. With I don't it. have a problem with it. Um, I will say I agree with you. I think there's an added depth to Luke Skywalker. I mean, you know, that what we, what it, if he had really if he before. hadn't done it this way, it would have just been I'm gonna train you, and then everybody be like, it's just the Empire Strikes Back again. Yeah. So I felt like I like that. I like that Ray is like not descended from some famous yes. family that her families are deadbeats, but it's sort of like you don't have to be famous or from an important family to to mean yeah. something well like that's what kylo ren says to her in the right. the throne room or whatever he says right. he says you have no part in this story and you're that's nothing, like but you're not nothing but not to me not to me so romantic but that's just a trick um <laughs> it ends up being a trick yeah whatever but um i also i really liked the way that the force was portrayed in this movie yeah i thought people are like oh ryan johnson doesn't understand the force but he actually got it back to what He's like, Luke's like, the Force isn't a power that you have. It's something that lives within all of us. Right. It's yeah. in between the... Light and dark light balance. Light and dark yeah. and the balance or whatever. Because, like, in the in the prequels, there's the whole, like, midichlorian count yeah. or whatever thing. And it's like, Thumbs well, that's down. not what we Like, I don't think... I don't think that's what we're talking what about here. What is this, here. Star Trek? Yeah. What is, what is, you know, and so well, I, I think... I like Star Trek, by the way. It's, uh, it's brought back to its original... The way that it was originally, mm-hmm. and I thought that, that was cool. I do. I like Ray not being related to anybody because yeah. it's like it's going against what you would expect. Because everyone was like, "She's Han's daughter. Right. She's Luke's daughter. She's Obi Wan's granddaughter. Obi Wan's granddaughter. 
blah, blah, blah. I'm making the talking Enough too much. Enough of the Skywalker. I love the light speed ramming thing. I thought that was awesome, even though everybody started arguing about the technical. Is it technically possible when you jump to light speed? You blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. It was cool. It was there, through the other shit. It was dramatic and it was awesome and it was. And the cool. way that it was filmed was great with it going quiet yeah. and this. And I like pairing it with the the lightsaber breaking in half. Yeah, and when and Leia that, does her little the Mary Poppins thing, Leia Poppins. Yeah. There's a there's a hologram of Snoke's ship and she flies through it and it kind of breaks apart. So mm-hmm. it's like foreshadowing of yes. Uh, And I also like the force projection thing that Luke does to troll Kylo Ren. Yes. Though I don't like that he dies afterwards. I think he should have been back for the (laughs) final. I was like, I don't think he had to die there, but whatever. Yeah, I think it it was. But I think it was a good way. If they were going to kill him in that movie, they did it well, and they did it well tying it back to the twin sons and you know playing the song makes me cry every time. And then the, but yeah, it didn't have to happen, but I think it was fine. Um, um, but, but I, yeah. uh, but, um, what was I going to say? I really also, as well as the force projection, I really like the, like, um, I like that the force, the communication that Kylo Ren and Ray keep showing up. Yeah, that was interesting. That too. was cool. There's a I lot of that. interesting stuff happening. I don't think it's a perfect <clears throat> film, and I I don't think it deserves as much hate as people give it. Yeah, but also um, just from the perspective of the way that they filmed, <coughs> excuse me, the way that they filmed those scenes, like um when I don't know if it's when it's fir- I think it's when it first happens. Kylo Ren has the little medical droid buzzing around his face, and it's got. A light, shining a light yeah on his face and, and then ray has the sun coming through the window on her face so it's um they, they, it's cinematic yes, it's artistic it's cinematic is artistic they mirror the way that they're together and i'm a huge raylo shipper <laughs> so i like yeah the, that kind of went off the rails the though. romance she um leave this island now i like that and i like the fight scene in i the, like that there's there's two fights one is with sticks and then one is with l- a laser sword but it they never actually hit together because it's not luke's doesn't isn't really there i like that that's not just yeah. like another laser sword fight to compare to all the other ones yeah. all right we just wonder where does this rank with laser sword fights yeah like it doesn't matter because it's about and that's the, the thing characters i think with and not the action the, so much the and Kylo Ren totally got trolled. The, the originals, although the lightsabers were used throughout the movies for different things, there's only ever really one lightsaber fight in the movie. But in the prequels, they kind of just kept adding all these different fights <clears throat> throughout the movies. And that was what... The yeah. thing is, is it's good to build up it to It has to have some stakes. Yeah. Like, there's no stakes between Obi-Wan and general grievous you fool <laughs> another guy is yeah call another villain calling them fools yeah. Count dooku has trained me in your jedi arts your move yeah so i dumb. really like the what fight scene movie. in the throne room i think that's good yeah when they team up little temporarily team up and then like yeah. the yeah it's good Oh, but why do they fight nine guys with one of them shit it's just a fight scene from a space fantasy movie guys yeah. Let's, let's all, just relax. Let's all calm down. 
She's not using four. She's using a lightsaber technique number eight, and um, everybody knows that that won't work in a battle against eight different opponents. Um, actually, I don't know the names of the, all the nerd stuff. But. I was gonna say I just I forgot about this from everybody being mad about in the Force Awakens that Rey defeats <coughs> Kylo Ren in the fight, and I'm like, I think you missed the point. Like, it, they're like, she was never trained, and I'm like, but yeah, that's the point is You're that she trained. was never trained. To fight with a lightsaber, but she's able to use the force to help her. In Phantom Menace, they make it clear that you can be using the force without realizing it. Yes. Because he's like, Qui-Gon Jinn says Anakin can see things before they happen. That's why he has such great reflexes and is such a good pilot. He's being guided by the force. And then they go see uh, the boring Jedi and then Mace Windu has an iPad, and Anakin's standing in front of him going, a ship? A speeder. <laughs> like, he's telling him what's on there. Yeah. He's never been trained how to do it, but he's doing it. But what about Broom Boy? You're trained how to use the Force nobody, properly. Nobody trained Broom Boy how to make things fly You can hand. use the Force, but you're trained how to use it either for good or for bad. Yes. That's the training you receive. You're, yeah, exactly. You're learning how to control the Force. Yes. Not how I to also, use it. <laughs> I also like that J.J. So Abrams was like, there's this awesome villain, Snoke. He's great. He's going to be great. And then Everybody Ryan Johnson it. was like, uh, We're going to yeah, kill no. him. <laughs> we're going to kill him. We're, we're going to kill him, him off because that was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And all Snoke he did was, was spend the, the whole time destroying all the dumb stuff that was in the Force Awakens. And everybody got mad. It's like, he got rid of all the stuff you hated. Yeah. Anyway. And also, he did it in a way that. <clears throat> like I was mad at I'm like m- not mad at J.J. Abrams, but I didn't like how he just like went and flipped everything. He's not, yeah. He's he went not. and flipped everything from the Last Jedi, but I think that Ryan Johnson also did that, but he did it in a more subtle way. But he did what and was he, set up, and he did it. People are like Luke wouldn't act that way. They're like, but in Force Awakens, Han Solo says. Luke blamed himself, and he just went away. He ru- he walked away from everything. Yeah, and I was talking with... Oh, I forgot to say, let's go back to The Force Awakens. I like the guy in The Force Awakens that says, Han Solo, oh, you're, yeah. a you're a dead, dead man. man. <laughs> you're yeah. a dead man. I like Politique. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I also like, let's go that's back to- mine. That's <laughs> 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 mine. I bypassed the compressor. Yes. That's my favorite line in the whole movie. I like, yeah. What did you do? I bypassed the compressor. I like Moof Milker. Some Moof Milker. Yeah, Moof Milker. That's good. I like that too. So there's some good stuff in these movies. Yeah. What's the matter with you people? Um, Get I also over like yourself. in The Last Jedi, the paying homage to Carrie Fisher by using the, the, the projection to convince Luke to help Rey. That was a cheap move. Yeah. 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 Oh, all right. All right, let's wrap this up. This won't take long. <laughs> Talk about things we like about the rise of Skywalker. I sat for a few. I sat for about ten minutes, and I honestly could not think of anything that I liked about it. I, uh, upon rewatching <clears throat> it, I was like, you know what? Because I was like, it's just if I go into it knowing, oh, I hate this, I hate this, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna have a bad time watching it. So I was like, I'm just gonna go into it with an open mind and try and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The beginning of it is not terrible. It's not good either. It's not good. 
I think honestly, the best part of the entire movie is Ky- the the beginning sequence of Kylo Ren talking to Palpatine, and then it goes downhill. Yeah, from but there. that's the part I hate because it brings back Palpatine. Somehow, Palpatine is returned. Care to elaborate? <laughs> no. And yes, we don't know. It's also stupid that like the crawl just opened. The dead speak. Palpatine's back, and it's like okay, we right. know. But then at the end. She yeah. melts him, and I think, so what? He, we already have established that he can come back from the dead. Yeah, nobody's ever really gone. <laughs> so she killed him, but ten minutes after he said, if you kill me, I'll just inhabit your body. and Come back stronger, yeah. Come back stronger. But, but she had all the, all the Jedi and w- together. But why, would, but why would he say, kill me, and here's why. I'll become more powerful. So if, Strike me down in anger. Was it a lie? You always, yeah, I don't know. I, I want you to kill me. And Please. then I'll become. And then she's so. Why didn't she just like? Nope. Sorry. See you later. We're just gonna. Good lock, luck. We're just gonna lock you up. Good luck. I also I like. Um, oh, I know what I like from the Rise of Skywalker. What? I like when she hands him the lightsaber, yes. the laser sword, behind her back, and then he is holding it and he shrugs his shoulders, and then yeah. he has a boring fight scene. <laughs> the with the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren, who were just kind of standing around flexing the whole movie. Yeah, I. All right, that's the part I like. When she hands him the laser sword through the force and then he... Yeah, that, I... That's it. That's, that's it. That's, a good that's all one. I got. Let me think. What I think there's like some funny banter between the characters and so it's like... I guess. It's fine, um, you know. Um, And I think the like quest they go on isn't bad. It's not like a bad <clears> quest. <throat> it just doesn't... It feels out of place for a star wars movie it's more like a goonies plot line or something like you know like oh we have this thing and then you have to use this dagger to figure out and now we got to go to this dumb. planet that to whole figure thing out was what, just doesn't make i don't yeah. know if it's the worst star wars movie but it's the dumbest for sure the whole thing where it's like oh well i'm actually not allowed to translate uh the sith language so you're gonna have to you're gonna have and, to wait my and memory. then c3p is like i'm just taking one last look at all my friends i'm like none of your friends are there dude <laughs> They None all the pe- hate you, man. <laughs> These people are just a, a, a new cast of characters. Well, I mean, I think you can. Uh, make, you what can are make, you doing there, three PO? I like, think you can make new friends. So yeah, like, but it doesn't have the again like Han Solo dying in front of Ray and Finn doesn't have the weight it would have. Yeah, because the only thing that and so C three PO going away, which he ends up not because he's has backed up his files in R two D two. Why yeah. don't they have a cloud server or something? This this is. <laughs> Shouldn't they have that Bluetooth kind of thing? Bluetooth or something. I don't know. <laughs> they couldn't back him up? Like, isn't all your stuff backed up in R2-D2? Yep. That's the only place we can do it. Yeah. What about the cloud? Babu Frick. I like I Babu like Frick. I like Babu Frick. That's a, I actually remembered his name. I love Babu Frick. Um, so Babu I like Frick. Dio, the I like Babu Frick. I like the thing where they hand the lightsaber through laser yes. sword. Um, um, I don't like that Kylo Ren dies. Because I like yeah, Kylo Ren. That was dumb. What was um, that? I, even though I said I'm a huge Raylo shipper, the way that it happened, stupid. Yeah, I don't think there's... <laughs> a, yeah, and I don't think there's anything else in, uh, that I like. Um, I have to really think hard. Um, uh, I like when Ray runs... I like when the Millennium Falcon oh. blows like... The, it's like... It's, fires up the engines and... Kylo Ren's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. balancing against, balance, yeah. and then she and runs she and jumps in. onto the. And I like when she backflips over Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter and cuts the wing off. That was dumb. I liked it. I thought it was cool. 
Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't like that little... she can all of a sudden heal people and like. Yeah, see, because no one else has ever done that. I know we said like there are things like that, like you don't have to be trained to use the force or whatever. But like, I feel like for that, someone would have to be like, "Oh, by the way, you can heal." Oh, by the way, all you have to do is just put your hand. But also, introducing that is stupid because then it's like, why didn't you know? Then anytime anyone gets hurt, then a Jedi. And I don't like that she's a. They make her a Palpatine, and then she's like, "My name's Ray Skywalker." I don't mind the her. I don't, know. It's her, a dumb movie. I don't mind her taking the Skywalker name thing. I know a lot of people hated that. It's a dumb movie. I, but I think that's the thing. How did is, she know where the Skywalker farm was? Did the Force tell her? That's the that's the best. Oh one. yeah, how did she know? <laughs> the Force told her where to go. She just wandered around <laughs> Tatooine. And she went all she that way it. just to bury some lightsabers in the sand. Well, maybe I'm sorry, she like laser sword. Maybe she saw it in Luke's mind or something. All know. right. So bottom well, hold line. On, hold on. Because are we done? No. Oh. I was saying something else. I'm gonna talk over you because I don't <laughs> want to hear this. Okay, go ahead. What was I saying? I don't remember now. It was something about healing. What were we just talking about? Using the force. Using the force, force powers that force you haven't powers. seen before healing. being suddenly used. No, no, I don't remember. It was. No, I don't know. I didn't like. Um. The the um. The character with the helmet on. Whatever planet it is, they go oh, to. Oh, Zori. Zori <laughs> Bliss. Yeah. Yeah. What was the point of that? Oh, you want to get on their ship? I just happen to have a magic coin that yeah. will get you on the ship. <laughs> but then also, she's. It's like she's talking. We're supposed to be saying nice things, but, she's but like this such, is impossible. She's such point. like a. She's a cynic or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, I don't believe in your cause." And then two minutes later she's like you need this more than me and it's like why would she give that up she's established that she doesn't why care. is she even in the movie why did we even go see this movie i blame covid outbreak on this film <laughs> it happened right after this movie came out. i like the um i like the fight scene that might have been insensitive. with the with the water where they're like on the little i don't even know where they are they're fighting in the ocean kylo ren and ray on the wreckage of the death star is that what that is? Yeah. Oh. Which was incinerated at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But all of a sudden now there's big chunks of it in the in yeah. the in the ocean. Dumb. I don't remember what I was gonna say. That's so annoying. I don't know. But this is a perfect way to end because I don't like talking about this stuff, and we're yeah. ending it on a movie that I just have no. Let's talk about the Mandalorian. <laughs> no love for, no caring for. Um, my final thoughts are. Final um, thoughts. My final thoughts is um, I'm not going to watch Ahsoka. I'm not going to watch Andor. And I probably will watch the third season of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. I'm not interested anymore. I'm sick of yeah. laser swords. I'm sick of characters. That it, look, Star Wars was the story of Luke Skywalker. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say. I. And that's what it will always <laughs> be to me. I, so didn't I don't care like... about any of that other stuff. <laughs> Done with it. <coughs> I didn't like. I'm that done they, with it. Excuse me, I'm having a coughing fit. I didn't like that they made her a Palpatine because it was like a big deal that where it's like she's 
becoming okay with her identity. It was way more interesting. That she doesn't know who her parents are, and that's okay. She's building her identity for herself. Yeah. And there's a part earlier in the movie in Rise of the Skywalker where she's talking to, like, that little Rise alien the kid. Skywalker. What <laughs> the Rise of the Skywalker. The Rise of the Skywalker. The Rise of the Skywalkers. Um, where she's talking to that little alien kid, and he, he's like, she'd be honored to know your family name as well. And then she's like, I don't have one. I'm just I'm just Ray. And then at the end, she's like, I'm Ray Skywalker. And it's like, I'm not mad at her. I'm for, none of these things. I feel like a lot of people were like mad at her because they disliked her character. And they were like, she doesn't deserve the Skywalker name. That's not why I don't like it. I don't like it because they were working on her like having an identity outside of her parents, which is what she's been like looking after this entire time and just becoming okay with just being herself and not knowing where she comes from. And then now she's like, oh, I'm Ray Skywalker. And it's like, okay, well, now you just ruined that entire like character arc that we just had. I like her outfit at the end of The Last Jedi when she's uh, fighting. Um, her outfit? No, you know what? I was gray, thinking about this. The gray outfit. I was thinking about this when I watched. Um, I don't like her outfits at all, actually. I think her, <laughs> I think her outfit makes sense in the first one that she's living on a sand planet and so she has this yeah. outfit she's no longer on a sand planet after that so i don't know why she's wearing the exact same yeah. outfit but like well, that's the same reason why the Kong. jedi dress like moisture farmers in the pre in the prequels <laughs> nobody thought about <laughs> yeah <laughs> well what did obi-wan kenobi wear in the original film yeah, he wore he... like a robe and stuff all right just have the jedi what they but he wore that because he lived in a desert it doesn't matter that's yeah. what the jedi are wearing yeah. now Anyway, all right, we're about to descend into the point of this where I always start complaining about yeah. we're talking about Star Wars, and I'm getting sick of talking about it, <laughs> and <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about it. We've done, we did this as like, okay, I'm going to allow us to talk about yeah. this for almost two hours now. Um, most people checked out after we talked about- um, The Phantom Menace. The Re Revenge of the Sith, because <laughs> um, they're like, oh, what could they possibly have to say interesting about that, but- um, so I think I think that's it. I think we're done. <laughs> I got yeah. stuff to do. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go to get, bed. Yeah, and you um you gotta rest your 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 throat from your cold. Yeah. And I gotta get this posted so that people can listen to it. Yes. And here. And by our, people, I mean me. <laughs> I mean to me it later. Later. <laughs> me later on. But we will do more episodes. We're not done with episode twenty-five. This is. Um, we're gonna keep it going over the holiday season. We'll at least do one we're making this episode. a series, you know. We'll, yeah, say something nice say about so, say something nice about um, the Minions movies. <laughs> yeah, impossible. Say something, say something nice, nice about, about Disney Mission live impossible. action remakes, which I've never we could seen do any that. of them. We yeah, but then that. I'd have to watch them, and I don't want to do. Speaking that. of Disney remakes, just watch The Little Mermaid. Not bad. All right, we don't need we don't need to tread on that ground here. This is on this that is, unholy ground. Listen, we're getting close to talking about wokeness. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a say something nice like, about each Mission Impossible let's, movie. Let's, this is the part of the uh, uh, podcast where I always talk about random stuff. Uh, that the term woke used to have some meaning, like it meant something. Like if you were woke, it meant that you your eyes had been opened to yeah. the problems of society or whatever. Yeah. And you were going to help. Now woke is just like an insult. He's yeah. woke. Now it's woke is like, oh, a woke he's not agenda. racist. <laughs> Disney's woke agenda. Yeah. Anyway. The woke left. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> let's call it a night. Let's let's blow this pop stand. Yep. May the force be with you. <laughs> and I enjoy our little talks. <laughs>